Go off, queen, in three, two, one. Boop. Okay. Damn, your titties popping out. Hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome to A Side of Homicide. I'm Austin. And I'm Tennille. So, how's your week going? What you been up to? Um, It's been good. You know, with the pandemic, you know, it's been quite boring the last Pretty much months. the same. <laughs> I go to work, I go home. I go to work, I go home. But today, I got my nails done. You know me. I've always got my nails done. So, I had to go in and get a little refill. They do look very nice. Thank you. I They're purple. myself. They're my favorite color. And yes. then, of course, I took a nap today. Yes, yeah, so you even got Wendy jealous. She wanted to go get yes. her toes done. So. And I, Oh, I want to get my toes done so bad. <laughs> usually my toes I don't get done as often. Yeah. Because at work I wear, like, closed-toed shoes usually. Fair enough. But still, I want to get my toes done. Yeah. We've got to go. But anyways, how was your week? Um, It was good. It was pretty uneventful. But, you know, as you know, Max is having a herpes flare-up. If you guys, I suppose you guys don't know already, Max has cat herpes virus, which is basically... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> Be so nice laugh. to his herpes. <laughs> you guys, he sneezes literally all the time. Yeah, so he just coughs and sneezes all the time. But so I did get him a breathing, like a Vix diffuser off Amazon. You're I, so kind. I put a little catnip in it so like he'll like it. But I'm hoping this will help. But I mean, other than that, everything's pretty been pretty like okay that's good though we had peanut the other night yeah so peanut for everybody who doesn't know we have a a neighboring building and it's a dog that's outside that we always just stop and pet and she's the cutest little thing she's so cute and she recognizes our vehicles too it's adorable what is that sound did you just hear that i don't know what is that so (laughs) austin's going to my window (laughs) to look what it was I don't see anything. I thought it was like that semi that we saw the one time. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> one time Austin and I, I think we were like watching a movie or something. Yeah, we were. And we are watching a movie and all of a sudden we heard this big sound outside. Like a, you know, like a semi starting to go. It's got that loud kind of revving we're, sound. We're, our roads around here are very hard for a semi to get through. Yeah, I was kind of surprised he even like turned yeah. to get in here. Because it's pretty hard. I don't know how he got it. I don't either. But we look outside and I'm like, Danielle, what the fuck is happening outside? And as we say it, yeah. there's a semi going by. Well, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the semi tries to turn, but he couldn't really make that turn because it was too sharp. So then he decided to go straight and he went straight into like a small boulder. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, he's going to hit it. He's going to hit it. And then and all boom. Of a sudden, boom. <laughs> and we're just like, whoop. And, and then then he, we, he backed up. Yeah, well, and then yeah. we looked the next day, and he leaked fluid yeah. everywhere. I don't know. He broke what it, something. I don't know <laughs> Poor guy. Typical West crack. Yeah, things. I mean, I'm not surprised, but like, oh my gosh, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but Leonard's squeaking <laughs> this toy that Austin got him. It's the cutest thing. Austin went and bought Leonard Funny. two little toys. Can you not, please? <laughs> and one is a squirrel, and it's just the cutest thing. And Leonard's like obsessed with it. It's very cute, but it right it's now it's annoying. very fucking annoying. So <laughs> it's gonna go. <laughs> Sorry, Leonard. Leonard, no. He's gonna. Oh, he threw it in my bedroom, so Leonard goes and chases it. Anyways. <laughs> so, okay, back to it, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sometimes we go off a little bit. 
But earlier this week, Austin and I actually ended up going to Osaka like normal. Right. You Our know, favorite chef. Yes. So Austin and I actually decided to um, post our trailer on the 30th because um, the app that we use Anchor to do our podcast on said it could be, you know, a day or two. Right. So, so yeah, so we just did it on the 30th. And so we went out to dinner that night to kind of celebrate. Right. And as we were getting like our food and stuff, we got notification, both of us did on our phone, that our trailer was up. And it was, we had to be very quiet about it so people didn't think we were insane, but. We still totally high-fived like dorks. Yes, and the people <laughs> across from us didn't give us the death glare like they yeah. were giving us the whole night. So. Yeah, they were very friendly, which I would like to say that you and I are very friendly to everybody that we have to be seated yes. with. We always try to make, you know, polite conversation. But this guy across <laughs> from us, he had a punchable face. He was just one of those people, and he was rude, and I just. <gasps> well see and i had to calm down to neil too because i was like girl you need to chill a little bit because she's like god i hate him and he would just like look over at her and they would lock eyes and she would just glare at him until down. he would look away <laughs> i totally stared him down well, and then away. he tried to make actual good conversation with us and you just weren't having no that, i was right? like buddy it's too late <laughs> bad impression you already ruined it with your yeah, eyes you already ruined it bud <laughs> So yeah, so that was kind of fun. And then I went over to Austin's tonight, um, just right before we started recording, actually. Yeah, my mom and I were yeah. watching Secret Life of Pets yes. too. Um, How was it? It was amazing. I love those movies. Yeah, so it was. Cute. I don't know why well, I turned it on randomly, but I've seen it so many times yeah. before. My mom's like, I've never seen this. Mm-hmm. So we ended up watching the full movie and it was wonderful Aww. and max passed out on the couch next to us but when he liked we... the home time with you guys he really did and he was wrapped up in the blanket but then of course as soon as you came over he started being a little shit so yeah, he, was, he was going a little crazy yeah but he's nothing so cute new. though and i'm actually drinking wine tonight you guys like, <laughs> isn't that weird okay i wouldn't call that wine okay it's moscato you guys i can't what does the bottle say if it's carbonated it ain't real wine <laughs> I'm just Austin always drinks this church wine, you guys. It's so gross. I love my Cabernet. Yeah, he, he drinks a lot of red wine, and I'm not a red wine drinker. Yeah. So I'm definitely team white wine over here. Yeah, so she came out, and I am. I did try it a little bit, mostly because I ran out of my bottle, and I didn't want to run over to my place to get more. <laughs> Even though his place is, like, what, 10 feet away? <laughs> you don't need to expose me like that. <laughs> so, it's okay. I'm, I always share with you. I will say it, it tastes like carbonated apple juice. But anyways, so <laughs> I have a story for you today. Um, Austin, I don't know if you've heard of this one because I think you were about four or five when this happened, to be honest. What year was it? Um, let's see. It was uh, 2003. Okay. Yeah. So I was probably three, just about four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was nine or 10 about. Um, so it's about Drew Shadeen. And here's a little picture for you. She's so beautiful. Yeah, she really is. She's so gorgeous. I love her hair. I do too. You guys, she could pull off any hairstyle. Like she had a pixie cut in some pictures. She had a little bit longer hair, kind of shoulder length, a little bit below the ears. Like she's gorgeous. She has one of those faces that is very versatile. Yes. And she's so pretty. Um, and this was kind of, you know, before the time of filters. Yeah. (laughs) So she was just... Really meant a lot. If she looks good, then she would be an Instagram model now. Yeah, she's gorgeous. (laughs) So this actually took place in Grand Forks. So that's why I was kind of surprised you hadn't heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what Drew's name reminds me of? What? Drew Barrymore. And I don't like her. (laughs) I love her. Why do you hate her so much? I I just, any movie she's in, I'm like, ugh. 
I just, I don't like it. I'll skip it. Skip, skip, skip. No, no thanks. I can't with you I right know. now. I just, you know I who I can't, I, I can't stand? Who? Tenille Turner. Oh, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Every podcast she's in, I cannot handle it. Okay, but anyways, so Drew Katrina Shadeen was actually born on September 26, 1981, and it was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And so she lived in Pequot Lakes, Minnesota, and she attended and graduated high school at Pequot. Pequot Lake. Tenille cannot <laughs> say this word for the life of her. She, she never asked me about it, but she's like, I talked to my boss about this and it's Pequot. I did. And I said, it's just Pequot Lakes. Like they talk about it all the time on the weather, you know? I don't That's know how why. I know. It just looks weird on paper and I've never been there or heard of it. So I'm like, Pequot. I actually texted her like five times today and I was like, Pequot, Pequot, <laughs> Pequot. <laughs> okay, but anyway, she was, she attended their high school and she was voted homecoming queen. Which, I don't know about you, but I was not a fan of high school. Everybody says it's your no. best years. This is the worst years of my life. <laughs> Bullshit. Well, I did not meet my bestest, bestest friends, besides Anna and Katie, until college. Yeah. So, um, she was beautiful. Like, I showed you the picture. Like, she's gorgeous. Oh. She was athletic and artistic. And she had a beautiful smile. And she looked a lot like her mom, in my opinion. Oh. Yeah, her mom, Linda. And... Her mom, Linda, and her dad, Alan, just seemed very sweet. Um, and she also had a stepdad named Sid. And, you know, they were all very involved in this situation. So, although her parents were split up, they were all very involved in yeah. her life. Yeah, which, oh. which is amazing because, you know, that doesn't always happen. Exactly, exactly. So, Drew chose to attend the University of North Dakota, which is located in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And she went to pursue her bachelor's degree in visual arts. And Grand Forks is actually just under three and a half hours from her hometown. I mean, Austin and I have both been to UND. Yeah. We never attended, but I mean, we've known people there. I, I, it's roughly 80 some miles away from here. If, yeah, you, if from you're Bordeaux. like us and like measure everything by hours and time. Yeah. It's probably about a, a little bit over an hour away. Well, especially like um, overseas listeners, you right. know, they don't do miles. Exactly. So I mean, so we might hour. as well just do, yeah, by right. time. And so um, she joined a sorority when she attended UND. And then she also got a job at Victoria's Secret at the mall, which I'm kind of jealous of. So she's basically like every girl's role model. Yes. I would have loved to work there, honestly. Yes. On November 22nd, 2003, Drew decided to go shopping at the Columbia Mall in Grand Forks, North Dakota, which I don't blame her. That's what I would do. I love shopping. Yeah. Love me a good deal. You know what? When it's not my money being spent, <laughs> I love shopping. He loves it when Wendy buys him things. <gasps> Don't expose me like that. She's Wendy's not my gonna, sugar mama. Wendy's going to be listening and be like, yeah, she's so right. Yeah, no, I have to listen to it from her. Uh, Drew went into the Marshall Field store and she ended up purchasing a coach purse, which great taste. Like, I don't blame her. That's what I would have got. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so once she was done shopping, she actually headed back to the parking lot where her car was. And um, when she was walking out, she was talking with her boyfriend at the time, Chris, on the phone. Which... If I was in that situation, you'd be talking to me or I would be talking to you. Yep. Yep. We always joke that Austin and I are going to end up marrying each other. Oh, it's going to happen. For tax purposes. Yep. It's, it's gonna just going to happen. happen. <laughs> and then we're, he's going to have Max will have Leonard and then, yeah. If the IRS is listening, just put for your For legal purposes. This, <laughs> this is happen. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> like TikTok. <laughs> we watch TikTok so much, you guys. It's terrible. It's terrible. 
he'll come over and be like TikTok, and I was like, yeah, and then we'll spend hours on TikTok. That's the beauty of our friendship, though, is because we could also, although we can sit around and talk about true crime, we can sit down and talk about nothing yes. and just send each other DMs on TikTok. Like, I like it. It's low maintenance, and I live yes, for that. Yes, that it's is nice. the kind of friends you need in your life. Right. Um, her boyfriend Chris had actually stated that the phone call had abruptly ended, and he wasn't sure like what Drew had said really before the call. Well, I would out. think that the call just dropped. Yeah, or, like because that know, happens to us pretty often, to be all, honest, all the time. Like, I mean, if I were him, I, I honestly wouldn't have thought much of it. But he, he just really. Well, wasn't if I was sure. talking to you, I'd be like, "Bitch, hung up on me." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Then you'd call, me, you'd call me back and be like, "Bitch, ass, what the hell?" <laughs> <You know. laughs> And so he stated that he received a phone call from Drew's phone a few hours later, but like nobody was on the other line. It just sounded like wind. Okay, that would freak me out a little that bit. That would too. That would, I'd be like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, okay, either you're pulling a really good prank mm-hmm. or like something's up. But you and I are super paranoid though. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, even if our call did drop and I didn't call you back or something, you'd be like, are you okay? Or text me. I'd oh be my like, gosh. I'd be you like, guys, <laughs> one time. Austin had texted me during the morning and I was at work. And I mean, normally I do text him back. But for some reason, the texts weren't going through and he was panicking. I remember that because yeah. it was okay. So we have both have iPhones, as we should. <laughs> Go iPhones. Um, but the chat bubble went from blue to green and then it wasn't sending. And I'm like, okay, this bitch died. So then my I, phone is never off. You guys, yeah. Ever. I was okay. I was literally about to call the FBI. Everybody I could get my hands on, <laughs> I was going to call them. I mean, I I get it. I do because my phone is never off. Right. Unless it's updating. Like, and so something was wrong with my phone. I just restarted it and then <laughs> I boom, it was fine. It's like, oh, it's- but this also reminds me of another story. I don't think I ever told you about actually. I was 19. I was oh. 19 and I was living with my parents at the time because I was between college dorm and new apartment kind of thing. Okay. And so I was living with my parents and after work, I decided to go hang out with a guy. Oh, <laughs> so, scandalous. I know, but I told my parents I was with one of my friends. I've never done that before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so my parents don't listen to this, so I don't care. <laughs> and so I had actually left my phone on silent by accident and I left <gasps> it in my purse. Normally my phone's on loud back in the day when I didn't have an Apple Watch well, to like Well, it's even on loud me. now. Yeah, sometimes it really is because <laughs> I always forget my Apple Watch now. Back then, my phone was always on loud. I rarely yeah. had it on silent. Like, it was just a thing that I did because I didn't have an Apple Watch, you know, because now it, like, alerts me and whatnot. And so um, my parents had called, I mean, over 20 times because it was, like, 2 in the morning by now. <gasps> yeah. So I can't blame You're them. You're scandalous. <laughs> I can't blame them for getting mad. Yeah. I do get it. And... I finally checked my phone and I was like, oh my gosh. And he checked his phone. My parents got his phone number through the <gasps> phone company. And my no. dad had called the cops. Yeah. Because no. my dad's as paranoid as I am. <laughs> no way. Yes. And so he had he was freaking out. He called campus security <gasps> just to see if I was at NDSU or something with friends. And like he was panicking. And I mean, I can't get mad at that. At the time, yeah, of course, it's I was. good to have like Yes, at least you have parents vouching for you and are there for you and will fight for you yeah but, you know at the time of course i was humiliated yeah in front of this like, guy. oh my god yeah i was so embarrassed and it was just it was terrible okay back off to that tangent <laughs> <laughs> sorry so as time had gone by chris had like realized something was wrong you know because like she never called him back yeah and so he started reaching out to like family and friends to see if like they had heard from her and nobody had okay that's a good boyfriend yes yeah, That's what so, we need. Yes. <laughs> Haven't yet to find it. Yeah, you know, shit for me. So. You're listening. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah. And so 
Um, the police were then alerted after that because, you know, obviously something was very, very wrong. Right, right. And so um, after, you know, everybody had realized that she had gone missing, the police were starting to do an investigation and somebody was on their radar once Drew went missing. And his name was Alfonso Rodriguez Jr. And he was brought in by the police for an interview and he was actually already known to the police. Oh. Yeah, he was a level three registered sex offender. Okay, don't love that. Right? Like, what a piece of shit, for one. Yeah. You know? And he was actually released from prison six months prior to Drew's disappearance because it was a he was in there for a twenty three year sentence for assaults on three different women. You guys can't see the eye roll, but it's like to the back of my head. Yes. Oh my gosh, you guys, we had to take a quick break here to get some more wine, of course, but so we took a break, and then Austin's like, do you remember where you left off? Like, wasn't it, you know, Alfredo Rodriguez Jr.? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just think about food, especially carbs at all times. So at that time, Alfonso lived in Crookston, Minnesota, and he was 53 years old. And during that police interview, um, the police had asked where he had been on November 22nd, 2003, and, like, what exactly he did that day, because that's the day that Drew went missing. Yeah. And so, which um, to be honest, if somebody asked me what I did yesterday at 3 p.m., I'd be like, Ooh, right? I'd be like, let me check my calendar. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> let me check my Snapchat and yeah. check what I was sending yesterday. For sure. And so, um, Rodriguez had stated that he actually saw a movie called Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And that was from 4 30 to 7, which I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> no. So. According to two of the managers at the movie theater in Grand Forks, that movie was actually not playing. It only played from September 12th to October 9th, and this was November 22nd. Like, sorry, bud. <laughs> like, wasn't even close. Just a little bit not lining up. Right? Okay, so obviously the police knew that he was lying. So they obtained surveillance videos from surrounding stores, you know, like near the mall or at the mall, obviously. Right, as they should. Yeah. And so... They saw Rodriguez enter Target at 3.23 p.m. on November 22nd, 2003. Sounds like us. Right? We love Target runs. (laughs) But we go really late at night. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And he was wearing blue jeans, a black jacket, a dark shirt with stripes, and a baseball cap and dark shoes and gloves. So still more dressed up than us when we go to Target. Yeah, we're usually in like pajamas. (laughs) Where we should be going to Walmart. Right, right. (laughs) And so... He can be seen casually walking through the aisles, and then after a while, he sat down at a bench for approximately 11 minutes near the door of Target, and then at 3.52 p.m., he left the store. So, police also found some video of Drew, and she was entering the mall um, at Marshall Fields, and that was at 4.21 p.m., and she was wearing a pink shirt, dark pants, and a dark coat. And she shopped for about a half hour. She bought that coach purse that I mentioned. And then she walked back outside that same door that she came in from shortly after 5 p.m. So during this time of year, you know, November, this is November 22nd. You know, right. it's dark early. Yeah. And so unfortunately where Drew ended up walking, it was kind of a low lit area for like. Of course. Yeah. Why it's, wouldn't it be? Right. And so it was really hard to see Drew in the video on where she ended up walking. And so a figure on the video that appeared to be Rodriguez due to his clothing and height in the video, um, he could be seen standing near that door that Drew left from at the Marshall Field store. And so he was standing there as Drew exited the store. And then later on, this is so stupid, Rodriguez's attorney did try to argue and state that the video was too poor to make a reliable identification of the figure in the video. 
So he's trying to say it wasn't Rodriguez, which I get because defense attorneys, that's their job. I get it. But it just the sucks. timeline was lining up. Yes, it was lining up. And obviously police fought and said, no, right. <laughs> that was him. The police then searched Drew's car because it was left there. Yep. After Drew went missing. And there was actually a knife and black nylon knife sheath found that like near her car. So not inside, but near it. Okay. And then they also noticed that her shopping bag was actually still in the backseat of her car. That oh. coach bag that she bought. So she had time to put it in the back of her car. Yes. She had enough time to put it in the back of her car. And so it was still in there. And then um, a little side note here. Um, I reached out to my cousin, Charles, who was also attending UND and was actually friends with Drew. Yep. And so I reached out to him and told him I was doing an episode on Drew for my podcast, which he thought was pretty neat, you know, because he was good friends with her. And, right. you know, I'm guessing we'd want her story to always be told. Right. You know, once people I didn't know about her. her. Yeah, wants people to remember her, which I get, you know, if something, one of my friends that happened to, I'd want people to talk about it. Right. And so um, prior to Chris being her boyfriend, um, Adam was actually her longtime boyfriend who my cousin was actually really close friends with. Mm -hmm. And that is actually how he got to know Drew. And Adam and Drew were some of his first friends at UND. And I actually have a quote from Charles. He said, Drew wasn't just our buddy's girlfriend. She was our genuine friend. In fact, Drew actually traveled to Aspen, Colorado with us for a ski trip. And we had the time of our lives there. Drew was a huge personality and was enormously energetic, positive, and fun to be around. I scarcely recall her without a smile on her face, and she was always very friendly and personable. Then he continues and says, as a little insight into her personality, I recall that we all went to a dance club in Aspen when it was absolutely dumping snow. And we had danced so hard that night that Drew had taken off her shoes, and she had actually lost them at the club. (laughs) Yeah. The club closed. Um, each of us boys had to take turns carrying her on our back because her feet were bare. She heckled us the whole time if we couldn't carry her for very long. All in good fun, of course, which that is something I would do. Oh, I'd heckle my friends so Totally. If total. they couldn't, I'd be like, come on, guys. Okay, so Charles also stated that for the next several weeks after Drew had gone missing... It was like an all-consuming effort, you know, to find her. And together with his friends and many others, they searched an extreme cult for days. I mean, it was the it girl that went yeah. missing. I mean, nobody... Well, and it was nationally known. Right. Like, this is a huge case. <sighs> and it's like, I mean, that time of year, too, that's cold. Right. And they searched for months. And so, um, Rodriguez was actually arrested on December 1st, 2003. Imagine that. Right? And he refused to cooperate with investigators, which imagine that too. Yeah. He even refused to tell them where he left her body. Another thing that I feel really bad about is the, like, the murderer's family. The people who don't know that their sibling, you know, is a murderer. Yeah. You know, like, you have to feel some kind of sympathy for them because, like, if they didn't know anything, like, they're heartbroken, too. They just lost a brother. Right, right, you know? exactly. I don't feel bad for their murderer because he's a piece of shit. Right. But, like, his family, I do, I feel for Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine you, that. You don't expect that, but no. still. If you're going to do something that heinous, own up to it. Yes. You already got caught. Just admit to it. Exactly. Yeah. So, five months after Rodriguez's arrest on April 17th, 2004, Nearly 300 searchers began walking across large sections of Polk County. Within an hour of starting the search, um, Drew's partially naked body was found face down outside of Crookston, Minnesota, in a drainage ditch off of a county road near a line of trees. Nobody deserves that. No. 
And this area had actually been searched before, but due to snow, the body wasn't actually discovered until it melted. I suppose because yeah. the snow just covered. Oh. And we get a lot of snow. So I, I do get it. But uh, Kirkston is actually about a 30 minute drive from Grand Forks, North Dakota, where Drew was taken from. And according to authorities, unfortunately, she was beaten, raped and stabbed. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Rodriguez supposedly confused Drew with a college girl who he claimed sexually assaulted him when he was six years it, old. It, excuse me? Yeah. Isn't that strange? I think he's just honestly trying to come up with some kind of reasoning for he's... doing such a horrible, horrible thing. There's never an excuse. No. But, he, you know, he's trying to come up with a few. And so, in my opinion, you know, this theory doesn't make sense whatsoever because Drew was 22 at this time and Rodriguez was 53. So, this <laughs> would make this so-called college girl that he knew yeah. in her late 60s. <laughs> like, buddy, come up with something more creative than that because you're just looking stupid. Ugh. So, during trial, it came out that he had actually forced Drew into his vehicle and then she began struggling and banging on the windows, which rightfully so. You just right. got kidnapped. Who wouldn't? And so he tried to actually make her stop. He ended up knocking her out. And so she started bleeding because, you know, he hit her. And so he decided to put a plastic bag over her head to try to contain the blood, which seriously. Genius. Like, why, why is that your first thought to do? <laughs> like, and obviously he didn't do a good job because later on the police found her DNA in his vehicle. I can't. Yeah. And the most annoying thing is, like, Rodriguez won't give details. For example, he said that he claims that he didn't know, quote, quote, exactly when she died. What? Yeah. During trial, Rodriguez's attorney attempted to ask the jury for mercy, and he claims this was due to his childhood of poverty, which bullshit, just because you're poor doesn't make you a murderer. Look past this one murder because he was poor. Right? It's like, what? <laughs> How is that even, like... An excuse it's, of any sort. There's no excuse for murder. Yeah, and then he also mentioned abuse. Like, it sucks that he was abused, but it's like, that's no excuse. Uh, no excuse at no. all. The attorney also mentioned exposure to farm chemicals. Like, what? I, farm chemicals don't cause you to murder. <laughs> like, okay. And so on August 30th, 2006. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't get past the chemicals. <laughs> So Rodriguez was tried and found guilty. Imagine under, that. Right? Under federal law. And it was under federal law because he took her over state lines. Because oh. it was. Yes, he did. Yeah, he took her from North Dakota to Minnesota. Yep. And so he was charged for the kidnapping and murder of Drew Shadeen. And he was sentenced to death on September 22nd, 2006. And he was actually the only person that was sentenced to death in North Dakota in a century. Which really? is kind of crazy. Oh. I mean, we don't have a ton of murders here, though. No, so. it's too cold to do anything. Right. And so Rodriguez had actually appealed his death sentence, and he claimed it was due to his mental capacity and that he didn't mean to kill Drew. Oh. Like, oh, so we should overturn it because he didn't mean to? No. Sorry. Oops. I accidentally killed somebody. Yeah. You still deserve to die, you piece of shit. Yeah. And so he's been denied before, but he is trying again. And due to COVID, his case was put on hold. And I don't really know exactly where it is right now because there wasn't any information readily available at the moment. Okay. But like, I get Still. COVID has caused a lot of things to right, stop. Right, right. As sad as this case was, though, a few good things did happen from it. On July 27, 2006, President George W. Bush had signed the Adam Walsh Child Protection and Safety Act. And this actually included Drew's Law, which had changed the name of the National Sex Offender Public Registry to the Drew Shadeen National Sex Offender Public website. Aww. Yeah. So 
That was kind of cool because it now provides information to the public on the location of registered sex offenders, regardless of the state territory or the tribal boundaries. And I'm actually going to include a link in our show notes. Yeah. Just in case anybody's curious on, you know, what it exactly is, what it looks like, and what you can, you know, find on there. Because, you know, to be honest, I'm kind of curious too. Yeah. There is also a Drew Shadeen Memorial Scholarship at the University of North Dakota, and this provides funding towards tuition and fees for a full academic year. Oh. Yeah, and I think Drew would really like that because obviously she cared about her education because she was attending UND. Right. It's just a really nice way for them to memorialize her. At least those two things came from it. It's a great way to honor her memory. Yes, it really is. And, you know, I guess that's all I have for you. That's our first episode. So, you guys, I know that our episodes are obviously on true crime and they're going to be kind of sad and depressing sometimes. So I wanted to kind of include something to kind of brighten it up. Um, So that's why Austin and I do kind of have commentary here and there during episodes to relate to our own lives to just break it up a little bit and, you know, think about something a little happier and then bring it back to the story, of course. And then also at the end of every episode, Austin and I each are going to do um, a little fact for you. And since Austin has a cat named Max, he is going to do a random fun fact for cats. And then since I have a dog named Leonard, I'm going to do a fun fact for dogs. So I'm going to start with my cat facts. So Tennille, did you know, even though you're wrestling paper trying to find your dog (laughs) fact right now, did you know that cats have up to 100 different vocalizations and dogs only have 10? I can vouch for that because Max is crazy and makes weird noises. <laughs> he really does. I love Max though, but he's hilarious. My honey pie. He is. He's so cute. <laughs> so I finally found my dog one. I accidentally put it in my recycling oh, <laughs> before I go. said it. So Genius. Right. So since Leonard is partially a Chihuahua, I figured I'd do one on Chihuahuas. And um, Chihuahuas are actually named after Chihuahua, Mexico. And they are also known as the world's smallest breed. And they're, you know, they're known for being down south. And so they're sun dogs. Like Leonard loves to lay in the sun. He does. He does. And he, in the summer, he has these little black spots all over his body, little sun spots. And then in the winter, when we don't have a lot of sun, they go away and he has a pink belly again. But I do have to add, there is nothing small about Leonard to make him the smallest breed. So no, he's definitely not the smallest. (laughs) Maybe his ancestors, but not Leonard. Yeah, not Leonard. Leonard's (laughs) chonky. It's okay, buddy. We are too. I actually saw his mom a few months ago when I went to go visit the lady I got Leonard from. <laughs> his mom is so chunky like Leonard. I look at that picture still pretty often. She's very cute. <laughs> She's super cute. They she look has, identical. She has the Leonard look. Yeah. Well, technically he has her look. Yeah, yeah. true. She invented it Yes. First. And so also we just wanted to mention a little something that we're going to be starting here. And it's called Missing Mondays. And so every Monday, we're going to be releasing a picture with some information of a missing person who still needs to be found. If you guys have any suggestions on if you want us to do a person that you know who is missing, just email us at sideofhomicide at hotmail.com. Or you could even, you know, talk to us on our Instagram. You can make a comment at sideofhomicide. And then we also have a Facebook group at sideofhomicide. And so, um, also, we are going to be doing a giveaway, too. Austin, do you want to talk about we that? We are. So, we are actually going to be doing a Target gift card giveaway. But you're going to have to be following our Instagram because we are going to only announce it over there. 
and it will be at side of homicide so just make sure you're following us over there and as always just make sure to give us a like and rating and review on itunes and thank you for listening thank you guys so much we really appreciate it make sure to stay paranoid stay paranoid